The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1417 today. What Deadpool 2's opening in the box office means for Solo, a Star Wars story opening this week. Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Alan's co-host from the Expanded Comicverse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, a daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So here we are, finally in the week where Solo A Star Wars Story releases, and we are coming off the weekend with Deadpool 2. So the unusual thing about the Deadpool release, I'll remind you, is that it was actually slated to come out on June 1st, and for some reason Fox decided to jump the movie ahead of Solo A Star Wars Story and put it out on May 18th. This was a few months back they made that decision. And so far it seems like, you know, it's done well and the movie itself has done well, the decision and the movie. So the movie didn't quite open as strong as the original Deadpool and it's just a few million dollars off. It wasn't a big deal, like $126 million for the opening. And so this is a bit of inside baseball stuff that we're talking about. I guess this would be our first Jedi business episode related to the release of Solo, A Star Wars Story. Now, as far as that jump... One of the things that had been posited as a reason why they decided to do this, why Fox decided to do this, was that they thought there was blood in the water, if you will, with Solo A Star Wars Story, and that if they jumped it ahead, that they could assume safely enough that they would continue to make good money even after Solo was released. And of course, they were looking down the barrel of The Incredibles 2 not long after that. Now, granted... R-rated movie versus PG-13 and PG-rated movies, you're kind of talking about apples and oranges to some degree. So I went back to look at some history to see what we might be able to learn from how Deadpool originally performed and what that might tell us about Deadpool 2 and how it may or may not affect the fortunes of Solo, a Star Wars story when it comes out in theaters. So there's this thing called Cinema Score, and if you haven't heard of Cinema Score, I did talk about it a bit when we had the last Jedi release, and that is exit polling of people who watched the movie on opening night in a number of different cities, a couple a dozen at least. And so it's much more accurate as far as getting a gauge on how a movie is going to perform at the box office than, say, the user ratings on sites like IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or anything like that. And it's sort of critic proof in a way as well. I mean, it's just, you know, what do people think? I mean, you know, the whole critic proof thing I guess I should caveat that by saying that, yeah, maybe critic reviews ahead of a movie's release might dampen its opening night or whatever. But as far as user ratings go, well, you know, you can't, you know, you can't fake that whatsoever. Not in this particular instance, at least. So, well, all right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here I'm doubting myself on this one. So yeah, maybe you could. Maybe if a bunch of people want to go hate watch Solo a Star Wars story and then give bad user ratings. But it seems like a long way to go. So let's just forget about that scenario. Anyway, we're talking about Deadpool 2. So it got an A rating from CinemaScore. And that generally translates to what they call a 3.6 multiplier. Which means that whatever it got for box office grosses on opening day weekend. Multiply that by 3.6 and that's what it's going to turn out to be. However... That was the same score that the original Deadpool got, and it did not perform up to its 3.6 multiplier. In fact, it made about 100 million less than predicted. And what's important to flag about that fact is that Deadpool 2, or excuse me, the original Deadpool, did not have any competition in terms of new releases until its fourth week of release when Zootopia came out. Other than that, it was just, you know, the remaining dregs of Kung Fu Panda and then a couple of random weird movies like Risen and Race, and you don't remember any of those. So (laughs) what does it matter? But the fact that it still fell $100 million short of its expectations, even without significant competition, should tell you that it doesn't seem like it's going to be a movie that dampens the overall performance of Solo, a Star Wars story. And so we're going to talk more Jedi business in the next couple of days and talk about how Solo is going to perform at the box office and whether the whole user rating foo is going to have an effect on it this time around. And I guess maybe I shouldn't call it Jedi business because it's not a Skywalker saga movie. Maybe we'll call it scoundrel business and leave it at that. So... We've got that coming up this week as we get ramped up for Solo, A Star Wars Story. And again, it is still safe week here on the podcast, so you're not going to hear anything that you don't want to hear that might spoil your experience of Solo, A Star Wars Story when you go to see it in the theater. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and we will do Last Jedi Trivia when we come back. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. May the 4th is Star Wars Day, and it's also the date of our 1400th episode. So to celebrate all during the month of May, you can get the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book for just $7.77. That's whether you pay in dollars, pounds, or euros, just $7.77 at SW7X7.com slash TFA for the U.S. version of Amazon, or just search for the unofficial Force Awakens trivia book on any European version of Amazon. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you for the name of that booster on Poe Dameron's X-Wing trick question, it doesn't actually have a name, shockingly. It's referred to as a temporary accelerator pod or an experimental thrust accelerator in the Visual Dictionary and in the Incredible Cross-Sections book, but it does not actually have a name, shock of shocks. And so today's question for you is, what does Poe Dameron say in response to the accelerator pod actually going off and rocketing him forward after the woo, right? That's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go out into an asteroid cave, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7 doesn't feel like rock, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.